Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to episode 3 of Fresh Out the Cocoon. I'm your host, Joy. Um, Today we're going to be discussing a little something that I put together um, about the issues within Instagram. Um, So we're talking about fat bodies, we're talking about the pressures of social media uh, on those fat bodies, and then we're also going to talk about the white girl gaze, which is also a problem that I see on Instagram that needs to be addressed. And so to, to kind of start things off, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Who is riding with me um, as far as the technical issues that I had on Friday and I couldn't release the episode and I was sad and I was frustrated and I was in Orlando and there wasn't too much that I could do about it because I wasn't home. Thank everybody for waiting for the release of this episode, right? Congratulations. So I'm happy because today is Sunday uh, and some of us go to church and some of us don't. I particularly don't go to church. Um, And so that doesn't mean that you can't have a sermon on Sunday morning. So we're going to get into this good word today, folks. Uh, And hopefully you'll walk away encouraged, enlightened, uplifted, and a little bit more aware of the world around us. And so I don't want to waste a whole lot of time. I just kind of want to jump right into things. Today's episode, we are talking about fat bodies, the pressure of social media, and the white girl gaze. I think I already said that. But just to kind of touch base, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so first things first, fat bodies, fat black bodies. Let's talk about it. So being on Instagram, being somebody who's not regularly or who wasn't regularly on Instagram um, before I started doing the podcast, um, I wasn't as aware of some of the things that were happening in regards to pictures. Like I typically, for my own mental health, emotional well-being, I try to stay away from um a large influx of pictures uh, oftentimes because that can lead to issues of social comparison and I find myself comparing comparing myself to other people looking at other bodies wondering why my skin don't look like theirs why my hair don't look like theirs etc etc which I think is rather normal um, but it can kind of get you in trouble if you if you're not balanced so I kind of try to create boundaries and limit myself as far as that goes with that being said though being on Instagram Instagram now because I have the podcast I'm exposed to a lot more pictures I'm exposed to a lot more interaction um, than I'm typically used to on social media and as a result I also get to see a lot more um, than what I was seeing before which kind of has brought up this this topic so long story short I was being newsy scoping around on Instagram um, and I started to kind of think about this issue right this idea of um, fat bodies us kind of being in a position where we've never been before um, at least in modern times as far as technology is concerned and our exposures to pictures that are on social media and what type of implications this may have um, whether it be good bad or indifferent and so I think by way of representation, Instagram has provided a platform for fat bodies, fat black bodies that was not there before, which is an awesome thing to me. I think it's a good thing. I think it's great to to look on Instagram and see individuals who look like you, um, who take pictures, who look great in the clothes that they wear uh, and all of those things. Um, But my concern in a lot of ways is the negative impacts of what this means. And so in a lot of circles that I'm in within the fat community, one thing that I see 
is that again talking about that issue of balance is that sometimes individuals kind of start to um, move towards what I would probably define as obsession in some ways or in ways in which they are looking at these fat bodies on Instagram and they are comparing themselves to these bodies on Instagram and they're wondering why they don't look like the people in the pictures and there's a couple reasons why you don't look like the people in the pictures right and so when we talk about advertising when we talk about all of those things I mean y'all honestly like Instagram comes with built-in filters so when we start to wonder in some ways why we don't look like the people in the pictures part of it is because I don't think Instagram is necessarily supposed to depict a reality um, of what's really going on around you that's why the filters are there so that you can alter your pictures the way that you see fit so that the sky looks bluer and the water looks clearer and all of those different things and so um, kind of being in in the fat community being in these different circles hearing individuals talk about their bodies when they compare them to other people um, and I start to think about the research that I've done in the past and the things that I've read um, in the past and I and it's very eerily similar to what happens with smaller bodies right this idea that individuals are looking at women um, particularly women um, feminine individuals fems are looking at other people in advertising and they are aspiring to be like the people in the pictures that they see and so the problem with this though is that the people who are in the pictures are not real um, and I think that this is something that would be extremely helpful for us to be mindful of as we continue this journey on Instagram is that the people that we see in these pictures typically aren't real um, I've seen uh, I've seen videos on YouTube people who tell you like oh it's all about the angle right so the way that you shoot the picture um, we have filters that smooth things out that makes your eyes bigger that removes blemishes that brightens backgrounds people who are in professional photography people who get professional pictures taken um, which are typically sometimes often even though they may be in very natural settings um, you find that individuals are having their pictures taken professionally um, so we have instances of Photoshop. We have these different programs that allow you to manipulate pictures with software. And again, we have the community who is not typically used to this type of exposure now looking at these pictures, thinking that what they see is very much obtainable or they'll never be as pretty. They'll never be, you know, their pictures will never be as nice. Their bus will never be as big, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we see these things happening in on Instagram and fat communities which concerns me a little bit because I think that even along with representation the representation that we are currently seeing that we're being exposed to um, my hope is that that representation does not override the magic that is you as an individual right that it's okay to stand and look at people and admire them for who they are and admire their bodies in a lot of ways or what have you but that does not take away from who you are as an individual and I think, you know, part of the, part of being socialized within, you know, an individualistic culture is that we really don't know how to, um, in a lot of ways, appreciate difference. Um, when it comes to people who are in the same groups as us, um, I think we kind of fall back sometimes on this idea of like, well, she doesn't have what I have or I don't have what she has. And so um, even in our mind, even though we stand side by side, we typically wind up ranking one another and that 
oftentimes leads to other issues. And so when I'm looking on Instagram and I'm seeing um, these different pictures of individuals, it kind of bothers me a little bit to now hear like, oh, well, so-and-so is, you know, a goddess and I'm not worthy. And I wish that, you know, if I just had half of what she had, if I had half the beauty that she had, well, she don't even have half the beauty that she has. And that's no disrespect to any of the people who are on Instagram that has a lot of, that have a lot of followers I'm not saying that they're not pretty I'm not saying that they're not attractive I'm not saying that they're not beautiful what I'm saying is that their pictures are typically altered uh, and if you walk into if you don't if you don't have a mindset of knowing that or if you're not you know sometimes we're just not consciously aware of those things then what winds up happening is that you really start to glorify an image that's not true or that's not accurate which leaves you in a position of feeling worse about something that you know that's been electronically altered and so um, that's kind of my concern but also in a way to encourage that you know we are who we are and it's great to be who you are it's great to appreciate other people for the beauty that they have but my hope is that we don't lose sight of who we are in the process of appreciating other people like you can appreciate other people without putting yourself down you can appreciate other people without comparing yourself to someone else and it's important to understand and to know that just as much as Instagram is a um, is a social media platform Instagram is also a business and so one of the things that I'm learning doing the podcast is that you know you are being targeted uh, when, when 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 ads are being done they're being sent to certain people for certain reasons um, most of the times individuals who identify as influencers they're wearing clothes a particular way for a, a certain brand uh, another issue kind of to touch on just fairly quickly the impact of social media or individuals who are on the outside looking in right so you have an audience so from the audience's perspective I see that and then from the other side is the people who are on IG and the ways in which they are presenting themselves to the audience right and so one of the things that I see again on IG particularly within the fat community because that's who I'm attached to I'm sure it happens um, in smaller circles as well or individuals with smaller bodies right is this instance of internal Internalized fat phobia. Now, some people may say, but so-and-so is posting pictures of herself and she's in a bathing suit and she looks nice and all of this other stuff. Um, like, but she's, you know, she's still representing body positivity. Um, why is this internalized fat phobia? I'll give you a couple instances. Women who contort their bodies, right? So you can say all day that you love your curves, that you appreciate your body, et cetera, et cetera. But we know that people are, one, photoshopping their body. So we have issues of women photoshopping their curves. We have instances of women, um, you know, underneath your underneath your clothes. So you're wearing waist trainers. Um, I understand that some people wear spanks for the sake of smoothing things out, but some people also wear spanks for the sake of looking smaller. So we have instances of that going on. Um, quick story: last year around um, my birthday, so my birthday is New Year's Eve. For those who don't know, um, I. I went to uh, a, a store to to shop and in the process of me going to this store to shop it was a store that you know catered to plus size uh, plus size individuals um, so I went in the store and I wanted up buying a bunch of stuff I went in there for one outfit I came out with like six 
um, they was having a sale it was a great time um, I'm not sure how my pocketbook felt about that but I was happy um, so I wanted up going into this shop to purchase some items of clothing and while I was there the woman came in and she asked me if I would like to try on my stuff with a corset now y'all I've never worn a corset a day in my life so I was like oh okay sure like why not let's just try it out of curiosity so um, I thought it was kind of odd like she asked me what my size was and I told her what my size was and then she got the you know she got the corset and she came into the dressing room with me so now I'm like why are you still here um, and she you know she then explains to me that she has to put the corset on for me and so while she's in the process of you know it was like a tank top type corset so it had the straps around it or whatever and you know in the process of her lacing me up or hooking me up literally they had hooks on that thing um she tells me you know this is going to take you down two dress sizes so i'm like this is not really something that i'm interested in but hey she's here and she's tugging so let's let's just go with the flow so this woman proceeds to strap me in this corset y'all when i tell you that one i'm not even sure how my ribs survive i look in the mirror i put my outfit on i look in the mirror and all of a sudden like i have a shape like everybody else on Instagram and a light bulb went off right because I don't think that sometimes people understand and I said this I think in the first episode maybe it was the second episode it got to be one or two because it's only episode three um, but I kind of talked about before how uh, within the industry um, people sell you an image right it's not reality it's just an image It's what you know what they want to get across to individuals and so I'm standing in the dressing room and I'm looking at myself and I'm like OMG like I've seen this body before um, because I've seen it on Instagram and I don't think sometimes we're not as mindful like we see things and like we're hype about what it looks like like we're really excited about the image the image that's being sold to us um, but then when we buy stuff right when we get stuff um, you know it's like man I'm gonna order this so then you go and you order and you put it on and you're like I look nothing like the picture like why is that well part of the reason why that is is because they're selling you an image and you don't have all the parts right so it's kind of like when you was a kid and like you would see you know you would see um you would see like a toy or something that you wanted and then once you bought the toy you did you know on the box it would say something along the lines of like batteries not included so then you had to go buy the batteries in order for the toy to work the way that you wanted it to work and so this is some you know this is kind of the same way and a lot you know in a lot of instances is like we are looking at things on instagram and we are getting very excited about those things and we want to buy those things we want to purchase those things we want to be like the individuals that we see in the picture and we get discouraged because even within the fat community believe it or not there's this hierarchy of of what fats get accepted and and how and so kind of circling back around to my original point about internalized fat phobia um, understanding that individuals who are most accepted in the fat community are individuals who have these hourglass figures or these pear shapes right these smaller fat individuals who can still wear you know one piece suits where you don't have you know you don't have as much belly you don't have as much bulge your 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 butt is still round and plump and all of these other things and so as as that being kind of the standard right of what is still defined as sexy what is still defined as acceptable in the fat community what you have is fat, fat women fat films 
who are now contorting their bodies to conform to this particular shape and so waist trainers are just one way that they do it um, Photoshop is another way that they do it um, and it's just important to kind of look at that and to know what it is that you're dealing with so that you're not caught off guard about what you're really seeing when you look at these Instagram pictures right and so people are some people are up in arms about it right because like if you're going to represent the fat community you should at least be honest about like you know what you're working with right if you are a size 24 and then you decide to Photoshop yourself so that you look like a size 20 like that's a problem if you're shaving off inches of your arms if you're shaving off inches of your hips and then you're saying oh I love my body as is like you're kind of telling a bullface lie so I don't want us to lose sight or to get hung up or get caught up on the idea that what we actually are seeing is a hundred percent real right now being fat believe it or not being curvy should I say for the most part it's like a trending topic right so you have these different people who are not really fat but you know they gonna this is the media for you so they'll 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 post it as people being fat Ashley Graham she is still shopping straight straight size stores so I'm not here for her body positivity because she doesn't represent people that look like me she doesn't represent people who are bigger than me to me that's not that's not fat acceptance and there is a difference between body positivity and what it means to be fat accepting and so a lot of people may find themselves in a place where they are body positive but they still have internalized fat phobia and they still have a disdain towards the fat community and that only adds to the agitation and particularly amongst the people in which they say that they represent so moving on um, kind of thinking about those things but also the last point of the topic that I wanted to talk about today which is the gaze um, I think I called it the white girl gaze I know that there's a formal word for it but I was trying to be trendy y'all I was trying to be a little snarky and so I said it was the white girl gaze I'm not here for this um, and so scrolling through Instagram I also have to be uh, exposed to this type of foolery right um, and so I don't think that it is rocket science to any marginalized group of individuals about the damage that white women often do to communities of color um, and to marginalized communities because in my heart I really do I think that sometimes white people suffer from what I would like to call um, like I can do it too syndrome right and they don't really understand like how this syndrome is problematic and how it's damaging now I think some listen I think some white people I am very hmm how do I say this? I'm very less forgiving of, I don't think that all white people are like, oh, well, you know, Jenny just didn't know. No, Jenny knew. Okay. Um, I'm a lot less forgiving when it comes to, you know, this idea of white people not being aware of certain things or certain privileges that they have. Part of this reason is because white people are very keen. They're very knowing, like they know when they're being discriminated against. You, listen, white people will point out when they are not being included in something very quickly. So for them not to understand the ways in which they don't include others, I think that that's folly. Like you're not going to be able to convince me of those things. And so one of the issues that I have being on Instagram, seeing fat bodies, particularly white fat bodies, and the ways in which they appropriate black culture really gets my blood boiling. One reason is because 
a lot of fat black individuals who are on Instagram don't get near as much exposure as fat white women. And so when fat white women are in a, are in a position to, um, to move the movement forward, and I don't care if this is body positivity and I don't care if this is fat acceptance, um, using black aesthetics, so to speak, using, utilizing black culture to get ahead when you have a voice to let someone else go in front of you, particularly the originators of the style in which which you um, imitate, like that makes you a culture vulture, right? And for some reason or another, in America, the dominant culture loves to put down other cultures and then steal their stuff. You hear it all the time, black women um, being put down about the clothes that they wear, their hairstyles, uh, the ways in which they carry themselves, the fact that they have big butts and big wide hips, right? Wide noses, big lips, right? All of these things are happening but yet and still white people get this I can do it too syndrome but instead white girls gaze upon black culture and then they take it and 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 refurbish it and America eats it up listen America eats it up like like your aunt's baked macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving I'm not here for this foolishness right if white women are not making room for black black models for people who are originators of the culture who are starting things then you're not an ally period right and so a lot of businesses and um and I and I don't care because because it is what it is a lot of businesses right now are utilizing black culture to sell stuff but you do not see black people in the forefront of what they are attempting to sell so what 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 this country has always known is that black culture is profitable um but we see it within this context right within the fat community so i get emails daily from clothing stores um whether it be fashion to figure whether it be lane bryant whether it be ashley stewart i get email i get emails all the time that utilize african-american vernacular yes slay all of these different things right that have been pulled whether it be from the dominant black culture whether it be from the lgbtq community within black culture these are the things that are happening and this is what we see and so it's not fair for companies to utilize this type of stuff it's not cool for companies to utilize black culture and then not put black people at the forefront of the culture in which they utilize um and so in my opinion personally i think this is crap and i don't have a problem with calling it out because when lane bryant first released before there was um uh when lane bryant first released uh when this first started i remember saying something about this on facebook and i said it just really sounds like they are trying too hard too hard and then it got worse because after lane bryant did it everybody else started to do it and i'm looking around and i'm looking for more representation right of black women in these in these ads and kudos to lane bryant because in a lot of ways they did utilize other black models but there's a lot of a lot of businesses who don't there's a lot of businesses who don't and furthermore on instagram you know you have the the very um the very features that black women are often ridiculed for they're now being utilized by fat white women and i'm thinking 
thinking to myself, who is their target audience? Who is eating this stuff up, right? Like who really wants to see this? And why is it that white people are suffering from the I can do it too syndrome? Again, like I, I really do feel like in a lot of ways in the culture that we live in, it's extremely hard for white people just to appreciate things and not center themselves. Like it's extremely hard for them to watch other people do things that is fun, that is exciting, that accentuates their culture without them jumping in and saying, I can do it too. And sometimes white people need to take a step back and not do that, okay? Because what winds up happening is that you start to dim the shine that somebody else, that's for somebody else, right? And you take away from something that somebody else created. And so stop gazing and then taking. Like if people cannot be creative on their own, do not go around stealing other people's stuff. Like I get tired of seeing white women and drape drenched y'all like I ain't even talking about no sparkle I'm talking about drenched and black culture posted up on Instagram with hundreds of thousands of likes okay and retweets and all this other stuff right when you got the originators who started it who did it who don't get nearly as much shine and like I said before if you can't make room for people like and here's the thing what is extremely interesting to me about being in the fat community being you know and looking at what we want to call fat acceptance or what we call body positivity is that white people, white women don't see the ways in which they oppress, even in the process of them fighting for liberation. And I will say this, I will go even even further. I'll take, I'll take it a step further. I will say that some of them probably do know, right? But it's about their own liberation, right? And so when we are talking about body positivity, when we talk about fat acceptance, like how can you fight for liberation for something, but step on the necks of other people in the process, right? So this reminds me a lot about, you know, women's right to vote. I don't give a flying F about Susan B. Anthony and her quest for women having a right to vote when she actively, actively fought against black people having a right to vote before white women. And so oftentimes what you find is that even this thing, this whole thing with Donald Trump, okay, all these pussy hats, cool, whatever. Y'all out here, y'all marching, y'all doing y'all stuff. But at the same time, y'all don't have a problem with stepping on the necks of oppressed people to get your stuff to get what you need and so when we're looking at white people looking at white women and these spaces right capitalism being a thing like oh now we're finally getting you know recognized for what we should what we should have now we're finally getting recognized for all the hard work that we've done how do you figure like that don't fly because a lot of the quote-unquote hard work that you've done has been on the backs of black people not only that you stole some of their stuff so black people have done the work and they haven't gotten the recognition. And this is not anything that's necessarily off um, when it comes to this country. Like, I don't know how many stories, how many tales we gotta, we gotta talk about where, you know, white people had the resources, but black people had the genius, right? And so you have a lot of instances of white people utilizing their resources to steal the genius from black people. Um, and this is no different within the fat community. And so, like I said before, before, if your activism is not making room for the most vulnerable, then you're not really an ally, right? Same thing, smaller fats. If your activism is not making room for larger fats, 
then your activism is, is folly. Your activism is not really activism. What you're really fighting for is your own comfort. And that becomes a problem, right? Because if you only fight for the things that matter to you, then you leave out a whole host of individuals and other places, right? So unless we fight for the liberation of people who are I can say this because I'm able-bodied. So unless I'm fighting for the people um, who are not able-bodied, unless I'm fighting for the people who are larger than me, um, and that's across the board, right? So I'm not just talking about, you know, your size 24s, your size 26s. I'm talking about your size 32s, your size 40s, all of that stuff. Unless I'm fighting for those things, then my activism is not real activism. And we have too many instances of white people not making room for the people who deserve the space, right? Because even in this context, white fat women are still more privileged than black fat women. And able bodies are still more privileged than disabled bodies. And so we have to kind of really look at this, right? And on some levels, I don't have no problem calling people out because it is what it is. Like if white people are not gonna be willing to do the work, then they need to move out of the way. Step aside. If you want to really use your resources, then you should be using your resources in a way to foster the genius of black people, not taking their genius and using it as your own, because that will get you in trouble every time. And if that means that you got to do a certain level of self-reflection to make sure that you're not in that position, please do that. Before you take a picture, okay, set in a black culture type of setting before you toot your butt up in the air swing your swing your hips before you hashtag another yes ask yourself if you're advocating for black people ask yourself if you're advocating for the culture in which you are utilizing if you are not delete that and put something else like at least be real about it okay if you are not slide your hip back down do something else because as a whole as somebody who is standing and looking at these things it's tiring it's exhausting and nobody should have to keep reminding white people like oh there's your privilege oh, oh look at that there's that privilege again boy I tell you what this privilege just keep popping up on you like at some point you have to become responsible for your own actions and your own thoughts like black people we have to self-monitor ourselves all the time you need to start self-monitoring yourself right white people should start self self-monitoring themselves be mindful of where you are be mindful of your present situation and get some ethics about yourself right like all money ain't good money and so if you are signed up with somebody if you're doing something and they got you exploiting a culture for the sake of you making money that becomes problematic particularly and listen this is particularly if you say that you're down with the cause particularly if you say that you're down with body positivity or fat acceptance because what it shows is that you tell lies and your activism is only self-serving and if that be the case then you need to just go ahead on and say that so that we can move forward and ignore you from here on out. Cause no, allies don't necessarily have to get more than one chance. This is getting tiring, right? Like how many times do we have to give your racist ideologies, your racist ideas, or your racist slip ups another chance to get it right? Not here for that. And so, <laughs> winding things up here, um, as we're coming coming up, coming upon a close here, um, 
I just kind of want to recap a little bit what I've already talked about. Um, so fat bodies, the pressure of social media, right? If you're going to be fat, y'all, just be fat. You ain't got to alter your pictures, right? You ain't got to shave off inches of your hips and of your waist. Listen, and you ain't even got to be dialed up, dressed up, all of those things. Like sometimes people just want to see the real you because that's what the fat community is. A, we ain't all, all of us don't have beat faces. Everybody ain't dressed to a T. You see what I'm saying? And so sometimes it's just good to see regular genuine like just bodies y'all just when you wake up in the morning like really i woke up like this like that hashtag let that be a reality right and so it's important it's important to me along with that right we want to be encouraged that although we may appreciate other bodies right do not count yourself out who cares if your belly's not a certain way if your hips not a certain way if you don't have a butt if you don't have breasts that are big enough and that's like you know i mean even within the black community like big butts have been a thing for ages like some of us have them some of us don't there's nothing that we really can do about that right love yourself accept yourself value what you have because it's yours right and can't nobody beat you at being you and then lastly white girls stop staring at us and stealing our stuff okay don't do it it's not cool it's not okay if I see it I'm gonna call you out point-blank period all right and so, with all of that being said, I'd like to thank you guys once again for listening, for tuning in. Um, hopefully this Sunday sermon helped you shout, leave you feeling uplifted and encouraged. Uh, as always, there is a group on Facebook where we can carry on and continue discussions, um, which is the it's Fresh Out of the Cocoon group discussion page, I think that's what it's called. If you put it in the search bar on Facebook, you'll find it. Um, we also have a regular Fresh Out of the Cocoon Facebook page um, where I post inspirational quotes as well as um, merchandise from the Fresh Out of the Cocoon store. And then there is FreshOutOfTheCocoon.com, which is the website in itself where you can get uh, merchandise um, t-shirts and anything else that I decide to sell on there um, but it's for it's for us so hopefully you'll go there you'll look at it often I run sales even if you don't um, buy something be sure to sign up for the newsletter so that you're never left out of a sale um, or what's going on as far as the uh, as far as the website is concerned on Twitter we are FOTC underscore podcast um, um, Instagram is fresh out the cocoon. What else, y'all? I'm like all over the place. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I think that's it. I think that is it. Um, but yeah, so again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, make sure to shoot me a message on SoundCloud. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. We are currently on three different listening platinum jobs, so tune in google play you can go to google play store um and listen to us um, we're also on the tune in app and as well as soundcloud so we expanded three episodes and we expanded on be everywhere um and so thanks again for listening uh as always remember to be you and stay fresh Thank you.
Ha 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 